0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Platinum and Gold. I am your host, Adam Barrera, but you may know me as Adam the Flop on social media. If you're new to this podcast, make sure to subscribe to it and rate it five stars on whatever platform that you use. But if you're not new, welcome back. I'm really excited for today's episode because I will be talking about something that I've sort of been researching for a while now, and I feel like it's something that is very. Interesting in today's music industry. And that is the concept of music marketing, which has changed so much over the past couple of years. And I just kind of want to start by talking about how music marketing was and how I remember it to be a long time ago versus how it is today and how much social media has influenced marketing and the fact that a lot of artists are sort of speaking up about the fact that it's getting harder. To market their music. After talking about music marketing, I'll go into my segments where I talk about this week's top 10 songs, my favorite song at the moment, and this week's top music news. So the concept of music marketing and TikTok marketing has been widely discussed on social media lately. And a large reason for this is because many big artists have been talking about their experiences of not being able to release music because they need a certain amount of views on tiktok one of these artists being halsey which i will get into so it's a huge topic right now and it got me thinking about how much music marketing has really changed over the past five ten years so i want to start by talking about pre-2017 because i feel like 2017 was the year when the music industry started to change a little bit and then it was kind of the same for a couple of years. And then once TikTok started getting popular around 2020, that's when the music industry really started to change. And I feel like now in 2022, it's just elevated even more. So pre-2017, before 2017, it was common for artists and their labels to promote their songs by sending them to radio, doing TV performances, going on tour, And a lot of that still happens today, obviously, like there's still radio, touring, TV performances. But if you look at music marketing today, none of that is as impactful as having a TikTok hit. I feel like the early and mid 2010s were kind of like the Katy Perry era of pop, where it was really easy for artists to have big album eras because of the fact that after one single off of their album did well, they would just send another single to radio and then the song would become a huge radio hit which would allow people to buy it on iTunes and the song would just blow up from there. But nowadays, you can't really just send a song to radio and expect it to become a hit. It has to become a huge trend online for people to start listening to it and streaming it. And I call this the Katy Perry era of pop because I feel like she was one of the only pop stars at this time to really master the concept of having a big album era with a bunch of singles. I mean, we would see this with other artists too in the years following, like Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, but I just call it the Katy Perry era of pop because it was in 2010 when she had six number one singles off of one album, Teenage Dream, which honestly probably would never happen today with any artist. So in 2017, that's when things started to change a lot with the rise of the streaming era and platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. This is because it was getting more common for people to listen to songs on whatever streaming platform they used and then listen to them all the time, like in their car while they're driving. So they were listening to music more on these streaming platforms than they were on the radio. Like I said before, after releasing an album, artists and their labels would send song after song to radio, and then that's how fans would know that they have a new single out but with the rise of the streaming era it started becoming more common for artists to just have one maybe two hits off of an album whereas before artists could have multiple hits off of an album because they would just send the songs to radio but you can't really do that in the streaming era when radio isn't as popular as it was before Most of the time, artists will release a lead single to the album, and then that will become the hit song. Maybe they'll release another single after that before releasing the album, so that'll become a hit as well. But then once they release the album, they can't really keep up that hit single momentum. One of the biggest ways for artists to have a hit nowadays is through playlisting on streaming platforms. You know, if their label is making sure that the artist's music is on the top of Spotify's biggest playlist... Then they're going to get more streams and their music is going to be more well known but now with tiktok's influence on the music industry it's pretty much just those tiktok hits that are at the top of those spotify playlists and getting all of those streams music marketing has changed so much that a lot of artists are claiming that their record labels will not allow them to release music unless they tease the song on tiktok and it goes viral a recent artist who spoke up about this is halsey who said that her record label, Capitol Records, will not let her release music unless she did a TikTok campaign teasing the song and six videos went viral. She expressed her frustration in a TikTok video, saying that she's been in this industry for eight years and has sold over 165 million records, So she shouldn't be told when and when she cannot release music. She ended up getting a lot of backlash about this on social media because while there were some people who agreed with her and said that she should be able to release music whenever she wants to, there were a lot of people who said that she was just using that as a marketing tactic because she was playing her song so good in the background of that video. So they claim that she just wanted that video to go viral and that she made this up for clout basically. Here's what I think. I think there are definitely some artists out there who post their unreleased music on TikTok and say things like make this viral or else my label won't let me release it. And they're definitely lying. Like they just want attention on on their videos and they want their songs to go viral. But in Halsey's case, I think that she's actually telling the truth. I think that her label didn't want her to release the, the song unless it went viral. And this is because Halsey is definitely the type of artist to speak up about things like this. And also she put out a TikTok right after the TikTok video that I was just talking about. And it sounded like she was it sounded like she was having a conversation with her manager and he was basically going through the timeline. He was like, Okay, well you'll announce the, the name of the song this day and then post a TikTok to it this day. And Halsey was just kind of like, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you can tell she was really, really upset in the video. And she even said the words, I hate this. This sucks, And I definitely agree with Halsey. I think that she is well-established enough to be able to decide when she should put out music. Of course, her label should guide her on these decisions, but they shouldn't have to tell her that she needs six viral TikToks for her to release a song. Her label ended up putting out a statement saying, We are an artist-first company that encourages open dialogue. We have nothing but a desire to help each one of our artists succeed and hope that we can continue to have these critical conversations. And they captioned it saying, Halsey, we love you and are here to support you. We are committing to a release of So Good on June 9th of 2022. So Halsey did end up releasing the song on June 9th. And I'm honestly glad that she was able to release it because personally, I'm not a huge fan of Halsey's music. I don't hate it, but I was just never the person to listen to her music religiously. But I listened to this song and I think it's really good. I think it's a great song for Summer. She actually got Max Martin to produce it which is so fun because max martin always produces great pop hits so i'll play the song right now but yeah you should definitely stream it when you left, So it is now time to discuss this week's top 10 songs on the Billboard Hot 100. So I'm going to list the songs and then give my thoughts about them, say some songs that I think should not be in there, as well as some songs that I think should be in there. So here we go. At number one is As It Was by Harry Styles. Number two is First Class by Jack Harlow. Number three is Wait For You by Future featuring Drake in Thames. Number four is Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. At number five is About Damn Time by Lizzo. Number six is Heat Waves by Glass Animals. And number seven is Big Energy by Lotto. Eight is Me Porto Bonito by Bad Bunny and Chencho Corleone. Number nine is I Like You, a Happier Song by Post Malone featuring Doja Cat. And at number 10 is Titi Me Pregunto by Bad Bunny. Honestly, I've been so bored by these top tens lately which is probably just because they're pretty much the same every week. But I guess something that's changed this week is that Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush, which is a song from the 1980s, re-entered the chart at number four because of the fact that it was featured in Stranger Things. I honestly think that's pretty iconic. The song has also been blowing up a lot on TikTok lately, so that definitely helped it enter the chart at a very high position but yeah good for kate bush i guess that just shows how influential having your song in a hit tv series can be another new entry this week is i like you a happier song by post malone featuring doja cat i'm honestly really happy that they collabed i think that their voices fit together very well and this was the song that became like the big hit off of Post Malone's new album. So good for him, honestly. I love to see Lotto still staying strong in the top 10. She is a stable queen. Big energy is not going anywhere. It is here to stay for the summer. If there's one song that shouldn't be in the top 10, I would say it should be First Class by Jack Harlow. I honestly don't know how this song blew up as much as it did because it's really not that good, in my opinion. Um, it has like a catchy chorus. He sampled glamorous by fergie which i guess is an iconic song to sample so i think that definitely helped it blow up but i just don't understand how it is still number two after all of these weeks as it was by harry styles is still doing super well with streaming and radio and all of that so there's no surprise that it's still number one i honestly feel like this will be one of those songs that will be in the top 10 for like a year I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If there's any song that should be in the top 10, it is Bomb Bomb by Camila Cabello featuring Ed Sheeran. It's currently number 23, so it's pretty stable. It peaked at number 21. Um, It's also rising on radio, so hopefully that means that it will enter the top 10 sometime soon. It sounds like the song of the summer, so I don't know why it's not in the top 10 yet, but I'm confident that this song is a fighter and will continue to rise. (laughs) It is time for my favorite song of the week. I'm so excited to show you guys this song. I feel like most people don't know it. It's kind of new, and you might not have heard from the artist in a really long time. You might be like, what has she been up to? But this song is called No One Dies from Love by Tovlo. And I know you all know who Tovlo is. You know, she sang the song Habits, Stay High back in 2014. She had some other hits after that. But then kind of, I feel like she became more underground after that. She still had kind of a strong fan base that would support her. I wouldn't consider her a flop, really. But she does have that fan base. She is an independent artist now. No One Dies From Love is actually the first song that she's released under her own label after splitting up with Universal Music Group recently. Spotify named it one of their contenders for Song of the Summer and i definitely agree with that this song sounds like a summer bop it has a very dance vibe to it but at the same time the lyrics are very meaningful and sort of sad total is actually really good at that by the way i don't know if you guys have heard this her song how long off of the euphoria soundtrack but it was kind of the same thing the song was very pop but the lyrics were just so sad and personally i love when artists do that because They're creating songs that you can dance to and it's just a good vibe all around. But if you really listen to the lyrics, it's like, holy shit, this is sad. It's definitely very risky for artists to go independent after being signed to a label for so long, like Tovlo was. But I feel like in her case, going independent actually might help her because she'll just be able to have full say on whatever she wants to release. And she's definitely that type of artist who is just so creative that she should be making all of her music decisions. Plus I just feel like she wasn't getting that much promotion from her label anyways, so she might as well go independent and try to promote herself as much as she can. So without further ado, here is No One Dies From Love by Tovlo. Go stream it right after this, share it with all your friends and family and become a Tovlo stan. you guys i'm gonna be completely honest i spent this whole episode being like oh my gosh what should i talk about for music news of the week i know there's been some news but i just don't think it's good enough but literally i'm on twitter right now and i see that beyonce has changed her instagram bio to act one renaissance july 29th oh my gosh you guys i actually cannot believe this right now I know that she's been teasing it a little bit recently, like earlier this week on her website, if you searched B7 and B8, which means Beyonce seventh album, Beyonce eighth album, if you searched that on her website, there was a page that came up. So since her Instagram bio says act one, that can mean that she's not only releasing one musical project this year, but two musical projects this year, which is just crazy because we have not seen i feel like we haven't heard from beyonce in so long wow this will definitely be one of the biggest music comebacks of all time and i don't know about you guys but i feel like this year has been really slow with music like there hasn't really been that many exciting comebacks that have happened besides maybe harry styles i mean last year we had adele's comeback which was kind of exciting but other than that there hasn't really been that many and so beyonce just really hit us with this surprise and i'm super super excited So now all we need is an album from Rihanna, and I will be very happy. I feel like we waited a while for Adele to release an album. She released one. We waited a while for Beyonce to release an album. She's going to release one this summer. And next up, it better be Rihanna's turn. Hopefully, I know she had a baby, but she better be in that studio finishing up that album. So that marks the end of this podcast episode. If you listen to the whole thing, thank you so much. Again, if you're new, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and rate it five stars on whatever platform that you use. Also, share it on your Instagram story and tag me at AdamTheFlop, and then I will reshare it on mine. If you have anything you want me to talk about in future podcast episodes, DM me what topics you think I should discuss, and I will consider them. But yeah, thank you guys so much for joining again and have a great rest of your week.